Why is it that some, quote, really talented people never seem to achieve what they or we think they should? And yet at the same time, some with seemingly less talent experience great achievement. The answer rests in part on Angela Duckworth's psychology of achievement, particularly her achievement equation. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Hey, do you know him? His teachers thought he was lazy and stupid. He earned a C- in high school English. His SAT verbal score was 475 out of 800. That means almost two-thirds of the students who took the SAT did better than him. He had to spend an extra year in high school to garner the credits necessary to graduate. Now, that stellar piece of history belongs to the novelist John Irving, author of 14 books which have been translated into more than 35 languages, and four of which have been made into movies, including The Cider House Rules, for which he won an Oscar for Best Screenplay. Now, in her book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, Angela Duckworth highlights John Irving, along with the celebrated potter Warren McKenzie, as examples of people who've gone from talent to achievement. And she also shares their stories to illustrate her theory as to the psychology of achievement. So how does one go from talent to achievement? Here's her theory in the form of two simple equations. The first one, talent times effort equals skill. The second, skill times effort equals achievement. But let's listen to Angela Duckworth explain it herself. Listen to this. A theory is an explanation. A theory takes a blizzard of facts and observations and explains, in the most basic terms, what the heck is going on. By necessity, a theory is incomplete. It oversimplifies. But in doing so, it helps us understand. If talent falls short of explaining achievement, what's missing? I have been working on a theory of the psychology of achievement since Marty scolded me for not having one. I have pages and pages of diagrams, filling more than a dozen lab notebooks. After more than a decade of thinking about it, sometimes alone and sometimes in partnership with close colleagues, I finally published an article in which I lay down two simple equations that explain how you get from talent to achievement. Here they are. First, talent times effort equals skill. Second, skill times effort equals achievement. Talent is how quickly your skills improve when you invest effort. Achievement is what happens when you take your acquired skills and use them. Of course, your opportunities, for example, having a great coach or teacher, matter tremendously too and maybe more than anything about the individual. My theory doesn't address these outside forces, nor does it include luck. It's about the psychology of achievement, but because psychology isn't all that matters, it's incomplete. Still, I think it's useful. What this theory says is that when you consider individuals in identical circumstances, what each achieves depends on just two things, 
talent, and effort. Talent, how fast we improve in skill, absolutely matters. But effort factors into the calculations twice, not once. Effort builds skill. At the very same time, effort makes skill productive. Now you can see why this chapter is entitled Effort Counts Twice. And my aha moment occurred when John Irving, who's known for his painstaking rewrites of virtually everything he crafts, said of his early attempts at writing, quote, Most of all, I rewrote everything. And then he said this, I began to take my lack of talent seriously, close quote. And I underlined and highlighted those words. You see, what talent Irving had was buried under severe dyslexia, which he didn't understand until his own son was diagnosed with dyslexia. But that dyslexia caused John Irving to extend great effort, and effort is a part of Duckworth's equation, great effort in his craft. Remember, talent times effort equals skill, and skill times effort equals achievement. John Irving said this, to do anything really well, you have to overextend yourself. In my case, I learned that I just had to pay twice as much attention. As I'm reading all this, I'm thinking about Angela Duckworth's work and how it echoes some of my favorite verses from the book of Proverbs, one of which is Proverbs 14.23, which says, All hard work brings a profit. That's effort. But mere talk, that only leads to poverty, the writer says. And then Proverbs 22.29 that says this, Do you see a person skilled in their work? That individual will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. That skill times effort over time. As Angela Duckworth points out, it's not a lack of talent that hinders most of us, but a lack of effort added to the talent that we have that ultimately produces the skill that we want. And it's that skill multiplied by much more effort that ultimately brings about the achievement that we want to see. So today, in the words of John Irving, I'm taking my lack of talent a little more seriously. How so? Well, for me, when it comes to my writing in particular, by penciling in deliberate practice time, that's effort, to take that talent and try to turn it into a skill, and that skill with a lot more effort, ultimately, into a greater sense of achievement. Taking my lack of talent seriously. That's my thought on my walk with Angela Duckworth and her great book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. So my question for you is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? What does it look like for you to begin to take your lack of talent a little more seriously?